0: Or you're able to sit in a room full of your favorite foods and be like, yeah, I'm not interested in it. Like it's so much bigger than just a before and after, you know? And how many times have you lost the weight to gain it all back? I, I don't know about you, but I've been through all those diets. I have zero interest in doing another one, you know? So so to me, and, and we're always addressing the people that are frustrated. And and we're going to stop doing that at some point. But this is this is where we started downsizing. This is where things get really feely. At some point you have to just be here and recognize cuz I've said a million times that being frustrated is part of the process. It's dealing with your own fucking bullshit. That's what it is. It's dealing with your own bullshit. It's dealing with your issues and associations and everything you've tied into food. It's dealing with your belief system. Like I I bet money on the fact my program works. You want to know why? Because I've been doing it for 30 years. I've helped hundreds of thousands of people lose weight successfully. So if you do this, your body responds like that. If you're doing this and your body's not responding, there are things that you can do, like maximizing and all those things in order to get to do like that. Because there is zero science zero science that says it is impossible for anyone to lose weight. Now there are d- different things that can make it more difficult, but we, with the program you're doing so many things, we're approaching it from so many different angles, we're talking about all of the things that can make it difficult. So for example, certain health issues, well I have this health issue, that health issue is it going to stop me from losing weight. It's not going to stop you from losing weight, you'll absolutely have to factor it in. This is where maximizing comes in, all those other things that you can do. Like if you have health issues, you have thyroid issues, um, you you can go you can work hand in hand with your doctor and as your body change make sure you're you're getting your your thyroid man adjusted because very typically um, people can come in have thyroid issues they start losing and then they get to a sense where they're not feeling so great and it's harder for them to lose and then they get frustrated by that and then they go to their doctor and it turns out they need to get their me- medication lowered because now their body is working more efficiently so what they were taking before it needs to be adjusted to all the changes that their body has made for so many reasons even for all the best reasons you can be frustrated with this process but this is the stuff we're showing up and we're talking about and this is what the lives are about like it's not just like can I put cream in my coffee and you know what's the best protein and stuff like that like that's not what weight loss is about weight loss is showing up every day even when life is smacking you in the face it's working through the issues that you need to work through it's actually making real foundational change the the the, the previous four weeks of this program is all about laying that foundation you have a super strong foundation Foundation. This is where you can really work hard get the body specifically to focus on fat loss your little hit and miss You know what? I mean your, your foundation is shaky. You know what? I mean like it's it's all how it all really works together like for example even if you lose your weight, you know next week, you still want to stick around for the rest of the program and get even more in tune with your portions you know strengthen that my body connection, help to give your body the time to level up you want to work to solidify your weight right so even if you do reach your goal right away there's still more work to do so just because you reach your goal in the in its entirety and you reach your goal weight there's still there's still work to do to help solidify that weight. There's still work to do mentally sometimes when we're done physically. There's learning to live with life after weight loss. You know, you can you can reach that goal and then as soon as you get to the end, you start sabotaging yourself because you think, oh my goodness, I'm going to gain this weight back. So there's a lot of feels to this process. And I think that's what's so great about the lives is we can talk more in depth about that. But if you are frustrated, I know you're not frustrated with me, not frustrated with my team or my program. Chances are you're frustrated because you're here again trying to lose weight after you've been trying for 20 years you're frustrated because maybe you're not showing up every single day and you're like why am I not doing I want this so bad but why am I not doing the things you know like if you're frustrated that you haven't lost weight by now and like, are you paying attention? And I I, I don't mean to be a, a jerk about that, but are you paying attention? Are you really listening and, to the information that we're telling you and hearing that, you know, it's normal for the scale not to move? It's not a quick fix. Have you taken time to read the words of encouragement posts? You know what I mean? Like people still still freaking out about the scale. Like scale keeps going up and down between one one or two pounds. Well, we've said a, a few times, you know, that's a bounce back effect. We have a name for it. You know, a little bit more water, whatever. We talk about this in the scale post. Like really be all in one of our first posts was on the psychology of effort and this is where you want this so bad you think about it all the time you get on that scale and you hope and you wish you want it so bad but sometimes our our actions aren't actually adding up to how much we think we are doing because we want it so bad you know and that's what that maximizing post is all about the maximizing post like this why I say be honest with yourself be real and then give yourself a score out of ten and it's not to berate yourself or anything like that but I'll have people fill that out and be like I'm doing everything I can. They give themselves a 10 for water and they're drinking like two liters. I'm like, okay, but science tells us, not me, science tells us, you know, the average person just for basic body function needs two and a half to 3.5 liters. You know, you're, you're taller than average. You're only drinking two. Well, it's so much better than I did before. Okay. Like, all right. I get that, but it's still like, is it enough for what you need? Yeah, I know, but it's I'm due, I am do I give myself a 10 because I'm really trying hard. I gave myself a 10 because I'm doing better than what I did before. Like, you know, exercise. Are you giving yourself a 10? Well, if you're giving yourself a 10, I'm assuming that you're being pretty active. You're getting your heart rate up. You're making an attempt to move your body at all costs. You're getting at least your 10,000 steps in every day. You're getting that heart rate up. You know, what are you doing for exercise? You gave yourself a 10. Well, I'm w- walking my dog a couple times a week. Okay, my, you've got a big dog. Are you running with your dog? No, my dog's old. So, you know, I can't really walk that fast, but I'm getting out, you know, at least I'm getting out. Okay. But at least you're getting out a couple times is not giving yourself a 10. And so this isn't, to, this isn't to say you're not doing the best you can do, but sometimes we need to recognize that I'm doing the best that I can do. And it may not be what other people are doing. Cause then what happens, people start measuring themselves up to the results that someone else is getting versus what you can do If you are truly doing the best that you can do, then you you have to work with that. So you might need a little bit more time. If you can't be as active, if you can't get it, you know, if you can't do all the things, you know, up to a level at the bare minimum, it doesn't mean it's not going to work for you, but it means that, you know, you need to be a little bit more consistent about doing those things. You need to take it that list and, and maybe work on getting better sleep. Like if you can't be as active as you'd like to be or moving your body, but then you can work on getting better sleep. You can work on managing your stress. You know, there's a lot of other things that you can do, you know, to be proactive with this process. So if you, if you one area, you can't max, In the way that you want make it up in other areas right so there's a lot that you can do to channel your frustration because I've never met anyone who says I'm so frustrated I'm doing all the things no you're not you want to jump on camera right with me right now I'll, I'll point out all the things that you're not doing because I've just done this so long and I've literally only met one person one person in 17 groups who was literally doing all the things and then she went to her doctor and she had massive inflammation issues um didn't lose for three weeks of the program went to see her doctor made some changes and adjustments and next thing you know her weight was moving And she went on to be successful. One person out of so many. And this is where, if you really truly are doing all the things, this is where you might want to head to your doctor, get some blood work done. You know, you might have some underlying issue, but be prepared for all the feels. And and, and just so you know, because I know there's so many people. So we have a small percentage of vocal people and the majority of people don't say a word. Like there's 26, almost thousand people in the group and a very small handful of people are vocal. And we love the vocal people because they make up our community. And everybody learns from the people who are asking questions and commenting and all of that so please please don't stop But that's a very select people and so the reason why we focus on the people who are frustrated because we think if we at least help them the frustrated people and go out of the way to address that then everyone else has got it man the majority of people at the end of the program say that was easy that that's what they it was so easy to follow easy to find the information it was so easy to do the majority of people don't ask any questions because they're not really having any issues, you know, so if you focus on those ones, our goal around here is to get every single person who started this program across the finish line, so we're not going to stop, we're not going to stop, so just be prepared with all those feels, like this week, for example, right, this week has been a little bit much, coming off the long weekend, you guys were on, we're in a good groove, you got your, everyone was just like in a happy place on Friday, and then showed up on Monday, and it was kind of a divided camp, people who are really proud of themselves, and you know, ate without guilt, and then a lot of people really down on themselves, oh my goodness, is not working. I'd gained my weight back. What am I doing? Whatever. But that was based off choices that you made. And now towards the end of the week, you can feel the vibes coming up again, because the people who indulge are realizing, even though they ragged on themselves on, you know, Monday, Tuesday, whatever, that, that, that scale's coming right back down. You're feeling back at it again. But unless you go through that, you're not going to know that. So you're going to come into this process with feels, just kind of recognize, like if you're feeling something, there's, there's a reason for that because we've set our goals. Like you guys all have big goals. I'm, I wanna reach this goal. I've been trying for 20 years, I wanna reach this goal. And then of course, probably on top of those goals, you have all these things piled on there. And I'm assuming you wanna be done with it finally and forever. So life is gonna hit you with all the things that you need to learn, all the needs, things you need to work through, all the new things that you need to start doing in order to reach that goal. You will be set up for success. So all of those feelings that are being brought up this week, which is the whole point. So this week downsizing, we have another few days, be all in, and then we're gonna bring it right back to satisfaction next week. And what's going to happen is when we go back to satisfaction on Monday, so many of you are going to realize you survived. It actually wasn't that bad. You're going to be like, can I go back and repeat it? We don't do that. We just keep it moving forward. You're going to have another opportunity to do downsizing again but downsizing that's why it says right on the post it's not about calories it's about being even more in tune to your portions allowing their body to decrease the amount of insulin it's gotten used to and then get used to consuming less and it's also about bringing up the issues it's about bringing up the feels and a lot of a lot of you have a lot of issues tied to dieting we talk about it all the time, the dieting, and I'll get to your questions in a second, I promise. Um, but we talk about this a lot, how detrimental the diet industry is physically and mentally. So of course, if you spend the last 20 years of your life dieting, you got a lot of issues to work through. That's why you got to get on that scale. That's why you got to work through your frustrations. You have to show up and do it differently. You can't You can't look for that quick fix. You can show up and, and be game time ready and do all of the things to maximize your efforts with this process, absolutely, but you have to just kind of take it how it comes or maximize your efforts. Efforts in trying to do a little bit more to try to be a little bit more proactive with the process right so it is different than any other diet that you've done and you want it to be you want it to be and if weight loss came easy to you before don't forget it came easy to you but you got to a point where it stopped working for you and then it came easy to you before but not only did you get to a point it stopped working for you you gained it all back you know so if you're finding this more difficult than any other diet that you've done good it means that you're getting somewhere. Being in that um, that everyone's always like you need to step out of your comfort zone in order to make real change. It's when you it's when you're feeling those feels like you're on the precipice of real change. It's like you it's the unnervingness. It's like the ah. That's when like think about that. Anytime in your life when you've been like that, it's so on the other side of that is change, you know? So you got to feel that uncomfortableness. It actually helps you absorb the information. It actually helps you to reconcile and make real actual change moving forward. And that's a big part of this working through your your habits big part of habits and beliefs those are two really big things that you have to rewire right and start changing so that you start doing more forward and then you start making choices that are really being solidified in supporting your your new way of life or your new lifestyle or whatever that is and I don't mean you have to be like you know drink you know beet juice and you know leafy greens for the rest of your life that's not what it's about it's about rewiring your body physically rewiring your mind mentally where you're nice and calm about your food choices you're aware of how they affect your body there's a lot to it that's my point there's a lot to it But I'm super jazzed about where everybody is at, Um, especially with this week. We're going to bring it back to satisfaction next week. Next week, you're all going to be like, well, if we're eating to satisfaction, how are we supposed to lose weight? We're going to have, we're going to break it down. We're going to talk all about it. Make sure you pop in on Sunday and read over those guidelines. Let's get to your questions. I'm excited about this. Okay, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Hello. 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 Um, Let me just scroll it back. Let's scroll it back a little bit. And I'm going to try to like kind of get through quite a bit of these today. Um, Let's take it back to being. I cannot believe how full I feel all the time. Hi Beth and I absolutely am not eating or craving snacks at night. I'm absolutely all in. So it comes down to nutrient rich foods. Not how much food you're eating but also those nutrient rich foods. So don't drop the ball on that. It's easy to kind of get back into that kind of just like simple salad. Really load them up. Also make sure you're in tune for what your body needs this time of year as well. Like you shouldn't be forcing yourself just to eat cold green salads when what you want is a soup or a stew and any of those things. And a lot of us feeling satisfied is the kind Of foods that we are choosing to eat, even when we're downsizing. So I love that. So true, Gina. The feels are real and very valid, but we have to be here for ourselves. Absolutely, Gina and team have provided all the tools we need for success, but it's us on us to work hard to make it happen. Sometimes it takes longer than we want, but that doesn't apply. But doesn't that apply so much in life? It applies everything in my life I've ever wanted, I've got, but it's taken me. It's never on my timeline, never ever on my timeline. In my third round, and trust me, the journey is worth your while. Step by step, day by day, the good, the bad, the in between, we're on the road to feeling the best we've ever felt. The process works, and the support, the team's incredible I love what you said here Lisa because at the end when you start giving us credit I will refuse to take it I will like we got a great program but at the at, really we're just so grateful I am so grateful and I know my team is so grateful that you put your trust in us that that you chose us to help you and we, do, we definitely don't take that lightly right we de- we tell you the things that you need to hear we're here to give you all the support but in the end when you reach your goal it's not us we, we, Maybe we answered you a few questions, we you know, gave you a little bit of support, but you're the one who has to show up every day. You're the one who has to work through all this stuff. And I always say, no one, no one is coming to save you. In my life, no one has really come to save me. I was like my mom a few times, they <laughs> just really helped me out. Um, but for the most part, my mom, you know, she could help me where she could, but I had to keep showing up. I had to keep doing the work. So many times in my life, people have come to me now and say, how did you do what you did? I don't know, but here's what I'll tell you is I didn't do it perfectly. I didn't do it perfectly. I just did it and, I, and, and sometimes in not the best ways, but I did the best way that I could and the best way that I knew how and somehow, some way, I've worked through some major things and I've done some pretty cool stuff, you know, but this comes down to you. And this is why we are here for you. So you have to help us. You know, you have to help us. So the more information you can provide in your in your, in your the questions that you're asking, the better answers we can provide for you. Show up every day. Use the, use the check-in video. Set your intentions. G- get on that end-of-day reflection post. Like that is magic, that stuff. Like showing, setting your intentions in the morning, bringing this process to the forefront of your mind is like, I'm still working towards my goals. And at the end of the night, you're like, how did I make out on working towards my goals? And sometimes it's like, crap show you know what I mean and and you're just like ah man I couldn't really do anything today but you're at least bringing awareness to why and then the next day okay I'm gonna be more mindful of this and that's how you do it it's all about consistency and it's not about being perfect and a lot of times people like keep themselves stuck trying to be perfect perfect well it's not perfect I gotta go back it's not perfect I gotta go back it's perfect I gotta go back we hear all the time should I go back should I go back should I go back rather than it's how often you're doing it how consistently you're showing up so there's a lot of balls to juggle with this process so that's why you know keeping a journal, reviewing that, maximizing post setting your intentions, doing your end of day reflections—that just really naturally keeps it moving forward. And before you know it, as you know, time flies. But it's all about you. It really is all on you. Um, I have people in my and in, in in my um. Sorry, I lost my comments here. Throughout the years, when I when throughout the years in, in helping people lose weight, I'd have someone come "I really want to work with you. I need someone to hold me accountable." I'm like, no. Mm -mm, I don't do that I I don't help because then what happens is like well you didn't motivate me and you didn't this and you didn't do that and I'm like I can't get you out of bed in the morning I can't make you drink your water I can't make you make your food choices like I don't do accountability I'm not into it. I will provide you the information, I'll help give you the support, but I'm not down for accountability. And people will sign up for accountability, but, at the, you know, in reality, you're the one who's accountable accountable for making your life what you want to make it, you know? I never realized, hi Loretta, how much psychology is behind weight loss. Yes, it's the psychology behind weight loss, but it's also the very real mind-body connection. And as long as you continue to be outside of yourself and, and you know, count and, weigh and measure your food you're you're never really going to make real sustaining and long-lasting changes you're just just not you're not really making any change and that's the thing with counting and weighing measure that's the thing with asking the four questions and being in tune and bringing awareness and showing up and doing all those other things also the diet industry right before and after eat less exercise more done when there's so much more to it how many of you were in a place where you were going all day long without eating exercising your face off and you couldn't lose a pound no matter how hard you tried your weight wasn't moving doing eating less and exercising more like everyone says it's so easy to exercise and just and you know and eat less and exercise more that's how you lose weight maybe when you're like 20 Maybe when you're 20, that works. But then when your stress starts to get to you, you're not sleeping as well, you know what I mean? Life gets busy. It starts hitting with those things. Your body starts to break down. It's not that easy. And that's what people say. The they diet industry makes makes it seem like it's really easy. And then if you're not getting it and you're not doing it, there's something wrong with you, you know? Whereas here, like, this is not easy. We give you a lot of things that you can do. We got 25,000 people in the group. It's going to work for everybody. Everybody's going to look, journey's going to look a little different. And this is where really understanding you know your issues mentally physically and the things that you need to work through like going to see your doctor checking in regularly it is not unusual we're already starting to hear it People getting off blood pressure meds, um, getting off their cholesterol meds they've been taking for years, lowering their 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 diabetes meds, their the thyroid meds. You know, people who couldn't lose weight because of this, could that. All of a sudden, the scales starting to move again. Like your body doesn't want the fat, especially when you have health issues. Uh, we've had a lot of questions lately about water. Some some people being concerned. Well, if I can't drink the amount of water that I need because I'm restricted because of this or that, you're still drinking the amount that like you still want to focus on drinking the amount that you can drink, and then you can off- offset that with all the other things that you're doing. Doing, you know, supplements. For example, a lot of people when we started the program were like, "I don't need supplements. I don't want to buy supplements. I don't want to take supplements." And I'm very conscious of people's money. Trust me, I've been super broke ass. I know what it's like to not have any money, and so I'm very conscious of people spending more than what they need. This is why I will never have a subscription service. I'm not into taking people's money. I worked in gyms, you know, try to sell you into signing up for a year. Like I was one of those salespeople, and it just is icky, and I'm not into doing it. But there's something to be said about the supplements. That they're there to supplement to fill in the blanks. A lot of people are coming to this process, coming off diets for years where they starved themselves, deprived themselves, neglected themselves, all of that, and with high stress in the last couple of years of the pandemic, our bodies are really not doing well or suffering. And so it's great that you're eating nutrient rich food, but if your digestive system isn't working at a level where it's really absorbing the nutrients from your foods, or you're so deficient that even if you ate all the high magnesium and the high this foods, you're really still not getting it up to a level that you need. So the supplements are there. Like if we are, you know, four weeks in right now, five really with prep week and the scale isn't moving, you're doing all the things, you're not looking at any of the supplements, not getting enough vitamin D in your system, like not enough vitamin D. Vitamin D can, can cause sleep issues, it can cause energy issues, it can just, it causes a lot of issues, it's responsible for a lot of things. And you may be like, well, oh, I'm getting a lot in the sun. Are you really, get like in the fall, are you getting a lot of sun? Also, I get a lot of sun and my body doesn't absorb it. So it could be worth getting your vitamin D levels tested, or simply adding in a, a a supplement, especially you know for 15 bucks. And I know I know some people are strapped for cash, but that can make all the difference. Um, omega three, you know, unless you're eating fish and a lot of it, you know, you're not probably not getting the omega three that you need in your diet. Plus, to manage the amount of stress that you got going on, so add in a simple omega three supplement. Magnesium, most people are magnesium deficient, and it does like some like 600 different things in the body. So if you're deficient in magnesium and you're deficient in D, like that system, your body is. Stre- Struggling. You know, so these are things that are, these are basic things, and that's the issue with them. They are so basic that if you're deficient in them, which a lot of people are, it can very much hinder your body's ability to focus on fat loss. So, you know, if you're here and you're like skills don't be doing all the things, and they'll say to you, okay, well, we, what are you taking any supplements? You're like, No, I don't believe in them. Well, they are suggested because they can help. Again, I don't profit from them. Nobody like no, we don't make money off them. You know, they are suggested because you know, in my experience, these things can really help, right? So there's there's always these. You can do, but mentally, physically, that's it's a lot more complicated than what people make it out to be. I don't I don't get into like I was on TikTok for a hot second. And then all these young kids came at me like, that's not how you lose weight. And I was like, my top supplements for weight loss. And I was like, vitamin D. They're like, you telling people that taking supplements are going to help them lose weight? Yeah, if you just took supplements, you might not. But in combination with everything that you're doing, it can make a big difference. And I get so tired of people wanting me to explain, you know, weight loss in like two sentences, you know, in 64, I don't know, letters or whatever the hell it is all over the place, you know. I just don't debate it anymore because there's just so much to it people like to make it seem easy so they can sell you shit that's why that's why that's why that's why let me scroll down let me scroll down oh Thought on, thought on my mind, thought on my mind, thought on my mind, where are you? Hi Deborah. because I had to weigh every day, almost six months later, I finally won, I can now get on the scale every mo- morning without moving, uh, I can't see the rest of it, but I have a feeling what you're trying to say is they can get on that scale now and just be like, okay, I'm good, it's a tool, that's a really, that is you, you. if you can get on the scale, and recognize it as a tool. Oh, my weight is up today. Okay, yeah, I didn't drink enough water. You know, I you know, drank a ball of wine last night. Um, had that super salty, you know, ghost tacos. <laughs> that's what I had last night. That's what I'm running out. Um, you know, um, those pistachios I ate, in bed, the whole package, the salt and pepper ones. That's probably why my weight is up. So ding, 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 drink a little extra water today. You know, like that's, that's, that's the thing. And just kind of, because here's what you need to know. After you are done reaching your finally and forever goal, your weight is going to continue to fluctuate for the rest of your life. That's something we're talking about in the maintenance group right now. A lot of people are having a hard time reconciling that. You don't want to live a life where you're constantly trying to see your lowest low. That's not how you want to live. So once you reach your lowest low, chances are you're going to naturally, not gaining weight, but your weight's going to sit about five pounds above that because you're eating carbohydrates, your body's processing water, you're not, you're not like worried about seeing your lowest low, you're not maximizing every day, you're just living your life. So you usually sit about five pounds above that. And then you're still going to have days where you're retaining water hot days to drink a bottle of wine salty food days you know what i mean you're, you're working out even start working out your body's sore weight can be up you you know you're dealing with hormones like getting your period every month your weight's going to go up like that's the reality is that the scale is going to continue to fluctuate for the rest of your life and you need to recognize what's normal so when we talk about what weight loss looks like and feels like that's what we mean what does weight loss look like and feel like to you how do you feel before the scale moves right How does your body respond to any indulgences you have? Like what are your patterns? Do you drop in little bits? Do you drop in big chunks? Do you have long plateaus? Do you have little mini plateaus? What's it look like? What's it feel like? You get to really understand your body in this process. And then you want to use the scale for maintenance to figure out what maintenance feels like to you. What's normal in terms of fluctuations? And almost that can be the most terrifying part because you've lost the weight and now you're dealing with like, even though you know you've lost it in a healthy way, you know that this is a a different way. You're still nervous because every time you've Lost weight, you've gained it back. So your belief system is, is telling you you can lose all the weight you want, you're just gonna gain it all back. So then once you reach there, people are terrified that every time the scale goes up a little bit, they're like freaking out. Oh my god, this is it, I'm done forever. You know, my, my weights is gonna come back. Like, so if you can imagine this was a conversation in the maintenance group on um, this week, and you don't have to join the maintenance group, it's there for you, it's amazing, it's great. But we we set you up for success on your own. You don't have to keep giving us your money, you want to be done and maintain on your own. We'll give you the tools to do that the conversation this week was all about the fact that we had the long weekend and for a lot of people this is the first time that they've indulged at uh, really indulged um and been social and then the scales of course are way up and everyone's like oh my goodness what's going on few days back on track which is a technique that we're going to talk more about at the end of the program and their weights are all back down again you know, so unless you do that a few times to really recognize that, it can really mess with your head. So it's it's all it's almost it's all it's it's to get on that scale to get on that scale and to be calm about it means that you are on the road to being calm when it comes to your finally and forever. And and even if you're not at that goal weight yet, just being calm around food is a massive win. It's such a massive win. Hi, Gina and team. Uh, hi, Colleen. Uh, dental surgery last month and have to be- blend everything. It's so true that chewing food is a huge impact versus drinking your food yeah it's hard to really gauge liquid nutrients that's why i'm not a fan of them because right now you're trying to get in tune to satisfaction levels and when you are drinking liquids it's hard to gauge those because you drink them so fast next thing you know you're feeling overly full so and it's just as soon as you smell food and you start to chew food you actually turn on your digestive juices so it actually helps with digestion as opposed to just like sucking it back so there will come a time and a place where you can add in protein shakes and stuff down the road once you've already put more time into strengthening your digestive system and being In tune to those portions and stuff, but we're not there quite yet. But I do want to talk about the sickness protocol. So you can use it whenever you can't really follow the food plan, Um, you know, for a variety of reasons. Some of you won't like getting a colonoscopy, getting dental work done, whatever, you know, there's still a a lot of benefit in showing up and being mindful. So when you are sick, sickness works like its own tweak. And so many people, because I know sicknesses are going around time of year, so many people get bummed that they can't follow the plan or like, come hell or high water, I'm going to follow it anyway. Really just indulge in like healing your body and follow that sickness protocol. And and sickness always leads to detox because your body's trying to detox stuff out it's the same detox process that we're back. so your body naturally detoxes every day and especially when you've when you're sick it's trying to get a virus out this is why when you're sick you'll either cr- you'll like you're, you'll crave carbs and sugar or you won't be hungry carbs and sugar is usually your body needs more water because it's trying to like get the like get the sickness out and it's trying to keep you on low energy so it can focus on getting the virus or flu or whatever up um same thing with food poisoning that's also detoxing <laughs> not very good ways, um, where your body tries to just get it all out everywhere, that's a detox. Um, also your menstrual cycle, that's, that's all detoxing, right? So it all leads to your body releasing. And when you're giving your body what it needs, it takes these opportunities to release the fat that it no longer needs whenever it's detoxing. That's the thing. Carrying extra fat in your body is super detrimental to your health. And again, it's not something we like to harp on around here. We do talk about it in that First Science Saturday post, all the different health issues, and we'll continue to do so. But that's the thing. A lot of people have that deep belief that their body wants them to be fat. Their body is trying to make them fat. Their body is preventing them from reaching their goals and living their best lives when it couldn't be further from the truth. So it's all about tuning into what your body needs. So given the opportunity when you have food poisoning or you're sick, your menstrual cycle, or when you're providing the opportunity for it, like making sure you're drinking water and you're doing all those things, your body is more than happy to release the fat. And that's the thing, you, you can lose weight in a healthy way. It's going to take a really long time. That's why we've we're, well, I figured a way to lose weight in a healthy way that is very systematic, keeps things moving, and it keeps the body focused on fat loss. That's why each week we're always switching it up, we're changing it up, and we're approaching things from a variety of different Variety of different angles, um, but follow that sickness protocol whenever you need. The vivid dreams, yeah, so vivid dreams, um, vivid dreams, a couple things I want to talk about. Someone was talking about how they notice that they smell and they stink, that's detox. <laughs> that's a sign now I wanted to answer that because sometimes there's so many things that can happen we don't really talk about, but increased body odor, um, that's your body detoxing, that's absolutely, that's absolutely a sign of detox. Increased dreams, especially from the calm magnesium, is your body relaxing, calming down. You're getting deeper sleep. So when it comes to sleep, as we know it's so important, it's not about getting more sleep. It's about getting better quality sleep. And that's going to make a big difference in your weight loss uh, journey. Let me scroll down, see if I can get to more of these. Um, hello, hello. The scale, uh, the scales. Like this morning, I feel it will be down. Don't want to drink my lemon water before I weigh myself. Don't want to weigh myself until I after have a poop. Guess, geez. I guess if I'm down, I'll see it tomorrow. The next day, if not, yeah. <laughs> do, doing all the wrong things. Standing on one leg, you know, plugging your nose, rubbing your belly at the same time. Um, you do want. It's all about that downward trend. And this is why it's great to be tracking your scales. And also, if you're following other Livy Losers who are sharing their sharing their um, scale, I love when people share. I should find a bunch and share them for you. They're, a lot of them are like down and then they're up and they're staying up and then they're down. Like it's You you have to understand what real weight loss looks like because we're all told it's just a straight line down. It's a straight line down. It's all about that downward trend. And the thing that's really, really important to note is that this process gets easier. And a lot of you might be perceiving like, you know how you've done other diets and you lose weight quickly in the beginning and then it gets harder and harder and harder. And I'm sure some of you are thinking, oh my goodness, I'm ha- it's hard for me now. It's only going to get harder. It's actually the the opposite. It actually gets easier and easier and easier because you've addressed why your body's feeling need to store fat, you're in tune with your body, you know what it needs, and you get to a point where your body wants this fat gone just as much as you do. And that's really important to our returning members. You've already addressed that. So it's really about like kind of digging in, really understanding where your body's at. And what can happen each time you come into the program, you're fighting where your body's at. You want to control what it's focusing on. You want to control how it's doing it rather than going with it. Rather than coming in being like, my body's ready, bitches. My body is so ready for this. I'm ready for this. And you're doing all the things and take them how they come and really being in tune. You end up fighting yourself because it's not happening the way it happened before. Or you want it to happen faster or this or any of those things. And you end up like working against yourself. Like the portions. I know so many, so many people who are returning in the beginning they try to keep their portions small when you need to be in tune with what your portions are. So you're bringing a whole new body to the table. It's functioning on higher levels. Metabolism is higher. Your body could eat more than it did before you ended the last program. So you want to be in tune to that. Plus we're, it's a different season, right? We tend to be hungrier in the fall and the winter. Our digestive systems are working work harder. We want heavier, hardier foods to digest. Whereas in the summer when it's hot, our bodies keep us kind of like a little bit slow-mo. We want easy to digest food. So our bodies function a little different. In the summer, like an air conditioner, wants cooling foods, shuts you down when it's overheated, and the wintertime, your body wants heavier, hardier foods that fuel the fire and keep that, you know, that, that heat in your belly going to kind of keep you nice and warm, you know what I mean? So it's, your body's functioning in different ways. So you really want to be in tune to that rather than being stuck on what happened at the end of the last program and what happened there, right? So really want to be in tune with that. Each process is a little different. But yeah, when it comes to that scale, you know, it's, and I know you want it to move and you want it to move really bad. There is something to be said, but sometimes you reach a set point. Or there, you get to that point and you just can't move it past. And this is where, because of all the other diets that you've done, you've been told that that means things are no longer working for you. This just means you got to step it up. You got to maximize. It will move if your body is holding on to visible fat. You'll be able to lose that. It, that. But sometimes we just want it so bad. And I swear. So this is when I would have clients call me out and they're like, Ah, oh, for skill's not moving. Like blah, blah, blah. I said, You know what? Why don't you take your mind off of it? Go for a walk. Go do something fun. Like why don't you just like not worry about it for for another couple of days? Just be in tune with your body. Drink your water whatever and in this case maybe get off the scale for a couple days like definitely want to work through it as a tool but when you know you're getting on it every day and all of a sudden you're just like eh, I don't know like why don't you get off for a couple days just focus on being hydrated go have some fun like just forget to put the process on hold for a couple days and then they come back the next day and they're like oh my god like my scale finally moved your magic just calling you makes the scale move I'm like no it just takes sometimes you you're so focused on it's like that watch pot never boils kind of thing you're so focused on it and then you're creating all angst and stress about it. It's really when you relax about it that the body's able to kind of like release that fat and be like, okay, here we go. When you're stressing about it, what does stress do? Stress reinforces the fact that it needs fat because your body's stressing and it's using it, right? So so sometimes it's just switching your mind. Sometimes you can do all the things physically and that's why make sure you are. Make sure you're going through, through that maximizing pose, do all those things physically, but sometimes you just need to mental, it's mentally. Mentally, you need to manage your stress. A lot of people will put their focus into the food and the water and the thing and the thing well what they need to do is manage their damn stress that's what they need to do that can be a ticket for a lot of people because what can happen is when you're really stressed and we really learned this through the pandemic like you're you're, you're getting you're going to get hammered constantly hammered by your stress you're way down you feel the weight of the world of your shoulders you're way down you're stressing you're stressing you're stressing stressing you're stressing what you want to do is maximize those efforts but help release the stress deep breathing exercises you know epsom salt baths going for walks not to exercise and get your heart rate up but to relieve stress and what you're going to do is position yourself where you're kind of using your stress as a catalyst and your body will rise to the occasion because you're giving it what it needs to better manage the stress and I like this girl's getting hammered by stress man we need need to bump up her energy we need to make this body stronger we need to release this fat that is dragging us down it's all about those messages of course I'm oversimplifying but there's a lot of science behind this so you can use that stress to your advantage this is why you want to make sure you're you're having that omega-3 if you you'll notice when you're really stressed you'll crave salty food And that's because your body associates salty food with high fat foods. It's back to that cravings post. So make sure if you're really stressed, you know, make sure you're getting in that omega-3. Make sure you're trying to get to bed early. Make sure you're deep breathing. Make sure you're going for walks. Make sure you're doing the things that you can do. And a lot of times that's the ticket to get the scale moving. Not the water, not the food, not any of that. It's like managing your stress, right? Or getting that better sleep can definitely be magic. Scale finally moved this morning. Hi, Sarah. Down two pounds after bouncing up and down the same two pounds for over a week. Also feeling bloated. Must be detoxed. Sounds like yeah that's it that that's the, that's the thing right the scale going up and down scale going up and down so bloated is your body retaining water because it's trying to release the fat that's just what happens. so this is where usually the water is not appealing you want to get on that water um, further to what who, who was just talking about the scale was it Heather we were just talking to Heather about the scale right don't want to drink my 11 water like it could be that you don't want to drink it because your body's in detox mode so really focus on that water supporting the body in detox that's a big conversation you finally get the scale moving you want to keep it there but that bouncing up and down is very typical uh, and this and uh, needing a little extra water especially if you're feeling bloated sounds exactly like you're in detox sounds exactly like you're in detox Sounds exactly like you're in detox. I feel the frustration, but believe in your program. So we'll continue to plug away. I love your lives. They're truly a pick-me-up, no matter what is going on in our lives. Yeah, I mean, the lives, I think, are just another way. Like, all I'm trying to do is throw a bunch of stuff at you to create sort of those aha moments, to bring up the feels, to, like, you know, help you. I mean, I can tell you a million times it's going to work for you, but you have to need to believe that. And this is what's so great about really being in the group and listening to our returning members um, that words of encouragement post. Uh, the spill the teas are really great for that. The spill the teas are really great for that because you'll have a lot of people engaging. Like, a lot of times people come in and they're looking for the secret, the secret to what's going to help them lose weight. You know, like we're telling you what's going to happen. The secret to what's going to help you lose weight is sticking with it, showing up every day consistently. The things that you're doing will add up because your body is on your side. So, every little thing that you can do to help your body focus on this fat loss is absolutely going to add up, you know. So, I love doing the lives. They're not everybody's cup of tea. I'm not everybody's cup of tea. I'm not everybody's cup of tea. I know that. I'm, I'm a straight shooter. I'm a straight talker. I'm, I'll tell you how it is sometimes. Like, I my heart is really in the right place. Sometimes people need a little bit tough love. Some people need a little bit of support. I'm here for all of it, you know. Um, I, I need some tough love. I have this, I have my, my girl Sonia, who's my chief of staff. She's like the one person in the world who can tell me how it is. <laughs> she'll call me up and you will be like, Wah! I'm like, okay, you're right, you're right, you're right. Um, sometimes we we have to hear what we need and sometimes what not what we want you know what I mean and I think I'm really great for that. Like, you know, I piss a lot of people off. Like I said, I'm not everyone's cup of tea. But at the end of the day, me, me, me saying things to you, just blowing bullshit up your asshole, it's not going to help you reach your goals. Sometimes, you know, sometimes you just need to hear it straight. And this is why, like this, this live, if you guys didn't ask these amazing questions, we wouldn't have anything to talk about. And you'll notice a lot of members do really, really, really great shares. And I read going behind the scenes, and even though we don't come back in and answer questions, um, the conversations that are happening and the support that is being shown to each other, ah, do we not have the best community? seriously, do we not have the best community? I, I I just, I can't, especially to have an online program. This is why, you know, I just don't tolerate people just, you know, I'm not into negativity. I'm not into any of that because it needs to be a safe place. We're all so vulnerable. So am I, I I'm vulnerable up here. I'm showing up every day. I'm, you know, telling stories about myself. I, I'm, you know, I'm trying to help people. It's a lot. It's, you know, It's not as easy (laughs) as they probably make it seem. So it needs to be a safe place for everyone. We're all just trying to live our best lives and do our best, right? And, And you really want a safe place to do that you know how frustrating it could be. You want a place where you can be frustrated. You want a place where some of you need a kick in the ass, where you come for a little bit of a kick in the ass. Someone's going to tell it to you real, you know, and it's also a really amazing place for support, honestly. So we do have the best members at the end. It's really great because we get to kind of all celebrate the fact that we're here. And if you make it to the end, guaranteed, no matter what happens on that scale, you're just going to be so happy with yourself and so darn proud. I think the frustration is just impatience. We want to see that number drop. Like now, yeah yeah for sure it is like a lot of people are frustrated because they've been trying to lose weight for twenty years, and I'm like well, you've been with me for four weeks chill <laughs> you know what I mean I get it I get it, and that's the thing that impatience though can take you out of the game and i'm the, I'm a master of patience i I got four kids like i'm it's a lot I find that patience is really a lost art I'm like you know it will come you just keep doing the work i think I got big plans for myself and I always have, and yeah, I would rather things have happened sooner rather than later but in high you know things always happened at the right time and this is you are here and you are exactly where you need to do and you are doing it perfectly because you are doing the best that you can do and if you're ragging on yourself because you can do better then do better do more do you know what I mean but but they're doing the best you can, whether, you know, whether you crush it that day or you're eating chips for breakfast, you're doing it all perfectly. That's the thing. You're, you're doing it all perfectly. You're exactly where you need to be in your life. And we can always see that in hindsight, but sometimes we're trying to rush things and we're trying to, you know what I mean? You really want to do it the right way. But impatience is a big part of it. Impatience is a huge part of it. Hi, Corey. Starting to enter uh, premenopause. Um, and this has definitely had an impact this time around. I know it will work itself out, but yeah. Okay, so your body is changing, and it feels like an alien is taking over your body. And a lot of times, it coming, talk about resistance. You're resisting that right so embrace it your your body is changing things are you know things are things are changing your body is doing a lot right now to transition so it's really focused on that so in trying to get to bed early you know if you're having the hot sweats or do whatever you can make sure you are drinking that water maybe go for some walks not for the sake of getting your heart rate up and pounding the crap and working out your body harder but the sake of like kind of releasing release, releasing stress and communing with nature and doing all those things like embrace it because a lot of times we, we bring resistance to it and resistance is always met with more resistance you know and so this may not be where you're seeing that scale move but in supporting the body with in meeting yourself where you're at it's going to lead to the scale moving that 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 spare tire that the doctor said oh it just happens that spare tire fuck that shit no it doesn't yes it does because your body is broken down yes it does because you know we're making change yes it does because mentally it's hard and the change you know a lot of things that we're going through no one needs a spare tire your body doesn't need a spare tire and lug around a bunch of extra fat just because you're going through menopause or any of that it's such bullshit it's just a lame ass thing that doctors say because they don't Know how to tell you to lose weight? Oh, just deal with it. It's the same thing with old people. Oh, you're old. Just kind of live with it, okay? Or not? Or I could do something about it. Do you know what I mean? So you don't have to deal that 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 spare test. So there's a lot of women in a lot of countries around the world that don't experience that change of life menopause like we do here because we're super stressed. Uh, we go on crazy diets, we deprive ourselves, we neglect ourselves, our bodies are so broken down by the time we meet that change in life that we really struggle through it. And there's a lot of women all, all, all over the world who don't have that same experience because they're, they're not as stressed, they're not as broken down, they're they not as nutriently deprived. So if you focus on that and kind of meeting yourself, it's kind of like sickness, where you rather than you pound it and work harder and you do the things, you just kind of meet your body where it's at, support it and where it's at, it'll lead to that scale moving. It doesn't matter what age, you are where you're at hormonally. Your body is not looking for you to store fat. That's a message that something is off, right? Like a message is if you keep gaining weight year after year after year, you know you're probably neglecting yourself year over year over year. Not managing your stress year over year over year. Not getting sleep year over year year. Like straight up, um, I I was sick in the fall. I'm sorry, in the spring. It's now the fall. And I used to be a really shitty sleeper, wake up every night and just horrible sleeper and you know, I would have told you I was pretty healthy and I run this program and I'm not stressed and I'm not this and I eat pretty healthy, uh, you know, do all those things. And I had sleep expert on, I used to have my, my office in my room and I've moved it and I've, I've made a lot of change. Um, but you know, I, I made some really serious changes and like some hardcore serious changes that I would, would have rather not have made, um, including minimizing my alcohol, which, you know, I still drink every now and then, but I, I, after making those changes and it took me some time and I'm still pissy about having to make them because, you know, you know, I, I like doing this and I like doing that and you know, I don't love doing this. I don't like doing that, but it made a massive difference in my sleep it made a massive difference in my sleep. I met, I went from being wide awake at three o'clock in the morning and not being able to sleep all night to actually being able to fall asleep now and, you know, um, stay asleep and sleep through the night. And that was, I had to make some real hardcore changes though that I'm still not happy about, but it has led to some better sleep. So so maybe this is where you need to take a look and say, okay, what, what really can I do and actually start doing those things that are going to help with menopause? I still do the things you need to do for the program, right, I still need to do those things. But if there are a few things that you can do, specifically to help with that it's going to in the long run help get that scale moving is my point um where are we i'm probably over time but i don't care struggling a little with understanding the difference between slightly unsatisfied and hungry but working on it every day sign up for my second session for the winter to keep working through yeah so this is the thing we're so early in the program so if this is your first group it's normal to not really understand it So this is why we're showing you the contrast. For four weeks, we ate to satisfaction. A lot of you didn't know what that was. You just ate everything off your plate. You just ate until your pants were full. Like you didn't really know. If I was to ask you when you first started, how do you know when you're done eating and you're satisfied? People are like, what do you mean? I don't know how many times I've got that. What do you mean? I mean, when you eat food and you stop eating it, how do you know you're done? Well, what do you mean? And I'm like, what What do you mean? What do I mean? How do you know you were done eating something? And they're just like, they think about it. And they're like, I don't know. I guess I just eat everything on my plate. Or I guess I just eat until like I feel like I'm full. And full was always the response. Full. Uh, you know, I have to unbutton my pants until I felt it physically. When you eat, you shouldn't physically feel full. Like you should be eating. So think about this. Eating is our body processing and digesting food to replenish our glycogen stores to give us energy. So you shouldn't need a nap every time you're done eating. So you should walk away eating your food without feeling like you've eaten your food. But so this would be what people would describe. So that's why in following the food plan every single day, being super consistent. And even if you were overeating, what happens is your body jumps in and it starts, you're, you're giving it what it needs. It's like, holy shit, is she actually giving me food here? What the hell is going on and you start to pay attention and then your body starts talking to you back this is why all of a sudden you're starting to get hungry when you weren't hungry before that's a great sign it means your body's communicating with you you know and and, and you're, you'll notice that your portions naturally just start decreasing as your body is adjusting to the amount of food that it needs and so this just all happens naturally and so asking the four questions you start to as your body calms down you know your portions are naturally getting smaller now you're starting to bring attention to how is this portion for me before I even eat it like if I was to eat the whole thing get out of your head into your belly about it just like when you're in the buffet line and you know you know there's too much food just the same thing is this too much is it not enough A lot of times people think too hard to get the answer in their head when it's more of a feeling in your belly. Just like if you were in the buffet line and you ate, you had two plates of food. You know, just not even by looking at it, you can feel it's going to be too much food for you. How is this? And then the kicker is like, how am I feeling now that I start eating? So that's why I'm saying a good, good question is like, what if I was to stop now? Oh my God, I'd be starving. What if I was to take a few more bites? I'd be okay. What if I was to take a few more bites after that? Oh, all of a sudden I'm getting full. Like you don't have to actually be eating the food to ask yourself how you're going to feel because your body's just so in tune with that and then when you're done what what is what is like what is satisfaction mean i sit back i take a deep breath i put my utensils down if i go back in for sure I'm gonna walk away feeling full. I go back in all the time, but I know I'm going back in. And then I always walk away feeling full, because usually it's worth it when I do that. And then, then, then you gotta pay attention to when you're done, how you feel 10, 15 minutes later when your body actually starts to process and digest that food. Because when you eat, say you're starving and you eat something, and then you, you feel like, you say you're starving, like you haven't eaten for a while, you're so hungry, and then you eat, and then you're like, oh God, I feel so much better. But you hold your belly, you don't feel so much better, better. Your body hasn't even started to process and digest that food. That food is zero use to you right now. What you're starting to feel is your insulin levels jack up. From the, the the juices and all the stuff, and your body start starting to break that down, it gives you that kind of euphoric high, you know. And then and so so it's so hunger and being in tune and recognizing the awareness and everything from your breathing to putting your tent, like it's all part of bringing awareness to how you know when you've eaten enough food when it's not portioned out on a plate for you. So it's not an easy thing to do. It's not an easy thing to do. But the more you keep asking yourself those four questions out of your head into your belly, what's going to happen is eventually it's going to be second nature to you like I I can look at my food and know that's too much not enough I you know and I it's so it's so second nature it's in, its intuition you, you just know when you've had enough so that's why the last few weeks we've been eating dissatisfaction this is why and I hate to say it but those people or those of you who have been continuing to count and weigh and measure and not really buy into the four questions are going to be having a hard time moving forward because it's not something you can count and weigh and measure it's something you have to feel and portions are are always about what they feel like rather than what they look like so last week you ate to satisfaction this time you're going for a little bit little bit difference and this is why you want to leave yourself feeling like you could eat more i want to leave myself feeling like i've had some food but i could eat more or i've had some food and i'm not happy about leaving more on my plates but I want more, right? Like, or I'm going to eat some food, but I'm, you know, I don't want to leave those few bites, but I'm going to leave those few bites. That maybe is sort of more logical way of, of dealing with it rather than waiting for like any kind of, you know, I'm, I'm like your body screaming at you and being like, I'm unsatisfied. The unsatisfaction could come from like, I really want to keep eating this. I, I'm, you know, I'm kind of unnerved that I have to leave this. Like I'm kind of pissed off. Like this is good. I want the rest of it. You know, there should be a feeling there of some sort. Like I want more because that's the whole thing. Your body is used to more. It wants you to keep giving it more but it doesn't need more. It doesn't need more. And then by you not feeding into that, still giving it everything that it needs, but not enough to comfortably sustain the size of body you are at now, your body is going to drop the fat that it no longer needs to adjust to the food that is coming in. That's the thing. For the last few weeks, everyone was feeding into the size of the body that you are now. So if we decrease that amount, we've addressed why the body's feeling you need to store fat. It's happy to let it go. Your body will be like, fine. If you're not going to give me the same amount of food that I got used to last week, then I'm just going to get rid of this fat and I'll adjust to the amount of food you're giving me okay, go ahead, drop that weight, you know, and that's very simplistic explanation, but so that's the difference there, it's more of a, it, you can do it thoughtfully, or just take your same portion, you can portion out, leave food on your plate, um, but it's, you, you've got to, you've got to be in tune to that, and bring awareness, which comes in a variety of different ways, so this is a great question. Um... I am so good all day and then at night I am so hungry and cannot sleep so I grab something. I would be losing so much weight if I did not eat after 8. Okay. So, so Heidi, if you're eating, so even with downsizing, right? For so a couple of things you have to remember. What's three signs of detox? Being extra hungry, Heading into bedtime, even though you've eaten nutrient-rich foods all day, right? Getting up in the middle of the night, having to go to the bathroom around three, and water not being appealing. So you're going to have to be a little hungry, right? In this situation, and you know, next week, when we're, you know, a couple of weeks down, we're eating all the time, you're never hungry. It'll be, I'm never hungry. Um, so you're going to have to sit in that uncomfortable zone. You, this is where you have to have faith, and maybe you're not making your food choices nutrient-rich. But this is where if you're eating legit six times a day, nutrient-rich foods when you do eat, because listen, straight up, you can eat a lot of food that doesn't have any nutrient in you. So, nutrient value, it's not about a lot of food. It's about the right food at the right time, which you're doing well following the food plan. It's about making your food choices nutrient-rich, giving the nutrient value that it needs. You're eating breads, you're eating pastas, you're eating bagels, that food's not doing anything for you. It's it's a lot of food with zero nutritional value. It's not doing shit for your body. So a lot of times people think, oh, I'm not having bread, I feel faint. No, you're not. You're not feeling faint, that bread was garbage, never did anything for you anyway you know, yeah, okay, there are some breads that are better than others, but no one needs bread. You know, bread is a processed product. Pasta is a processed product. We think of processed foods, we think like pizza and crackers and stuff like that, but bread's processed. It's not like your, your bread is not the same as whole grains, right? Your, your black bean pasta is not the same as black beans. So, so, so you kind of have to get your head around that, you know, in a sense, like reconcile that. I'm eating like six times a day here, nutrient rich foods and, and a sign of being hungry heading into the evening can be a sign of detox. So you're right feeding into that could probably lead to the scale moving so you're gonna have to feel uncomfortable but you're also gonna to have to kind of reconcile I've eaten six times a day nutrient-rich foods today I'm good. If you're specifically craving carbs and sugar, chances are you're not drinking enough water. You bump up that water. So have some tea, change your nighttime routine. Also it's habit. So if every night you keep feeding into cravings, guess what? Every night your body's gonna expect food. Is it gonna be the pattern of, of how it's expecting you to do? So if you keep feeding into that. Uh, I'm so good all day that at nighttime I'm so hungry and cannot sleep so I grabbed something. I would be losing so much more if I did not eat after eight. Very tough as I did not sleep well going through menopause. Well, I hate to tell you, this is what I mean eating at night is not helping you sleep. Eating at night is not helping you sleep. So this kind of, you have to, a lot of this, you have to assess your situation. You just, like you have to understand, okay, I'm hungry. Yes. But I've eaten six times a day. We are downsizing. It's normal to be a little hungry. Let's have some tea. Let's go for a walk. Let's read a book. Let's whatever. Then you have to understand sleep. And the reason why we're not eating after dark is because it really messes with your body's ability to sleep. So if your body starts winding down at dark, you can do all the sleep prep you want. Read a book, have a nice bath, whatever. As soon as you eat something, you're telling your body, you're going to, to be active a couple of hours from now. So you eat something, your body wakes up again. And then you're wondering why you can't get to sleep two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning. The body's like, how come you're not doing anything? I thought we just ate something for the sake of whatever. So your body will also check in on you at night if you're still awake your body will be like hi I, I i see you're still awake here and you're like yeah i'm just watching a little bit of tv well you, if you're going to be active and stay awake you should probably eat And this is where you need to say to yourself well thanks body but i'm actually going to bed so it doesn't really make sense for me to eat right now your body's just checking again review to the hunger post is such a good post your body will if you are still awake past when your body's wound you down for sleep of course it's going to check in and say hey you know you might want to think about eating and because your body can't read your mind be like, oh, I'm going to go to sleep soon. But this is where you can say, you know what? I, if I eat something now I'm, and I plan on being asleep two hours from now, what's the point of eating that thing? I'm just like stimulating my digestive system. It's going to mess with my sleep. So you're going to be hungry. You're going to be hungry when you're detoxing because you're, your body's noticing a change in what you're giving it. doesn't mean that you're starving. You're going to be hungry when your body's releasing fat because that's just normal and usually a call for water. Um, you can be hungry if you're awake past the point of your body wanting down. So you don't necessarily need to eat. Plus you can be hungry because you keep eating every night at the same time, so that's the habit right? So you're feeding into that habit. So what you got to do is just kind of break that, make sure you're eating enough throughout the day, maybe add in a couple bonus snacks. And even with downsizing, you can still downsize your bonus snacks, make your foods as nutrient rich as possible, make sure you're drinking your water, you know, maybe get to bed earlier, maybe, you, maybe you're maybe you tired at eight o'clock, but you're not going to bed to 11 o'clock, maybe try going to bed at 11 o'clock and really focusing on your sleep, right? So, so I know that the change of menopause that can, that can mess you up, um, but it might be bigger than just using the calm magnesium. That's definitely helping. Nighttime is the worst for me after eight. So so you might need to do things like this is what I'm talking about I had to make some major change you might need to like have dinner and then go for a walk you know what I mean and then come home and and keep your lights low and then maybe maybe have the bath and or maybe read a book and then maybe go to bed at eight or nine or those things and I know you might have to well I have to do work I have to do kids or whatever but find that kind of time for yourself right switch up your bedtime if you're lying in your bed watching tv at night that's not helping either right so this is where you might have to make some big changes that actually have nothing to do with the foods that you're eating and more about kind of that mindset. So so a few reasons, so, so I find no matter what it is, if you can understand, under, and this is why I took the time to explain that, because a lot of people deal with this, is understanding that, right? If you have an understanding that, okay, I've eaten enough throughout the day, I'm good, right? Like I'm just, you know, it's the habit, it's this, it's that, whatever, it could be detox, then you're not gonna die if you don't snack at night. Put it that way, you know? So, So do what you can to kind of like not buy into that, and then here's what I guarantee will happen after you stop doing that, not only is your scale going to move, you're going to feel so much better in the morning. You're going to wake up with a clearer mind. You're going to do whatever. And if menopause is really affecting you on that level, there are some supplements and things that you can do to kind of help offset that. So that might be another thing that you can do in terms of maximizing is help support the body in that. Um, I love that chair. That's a good chair. Cause I know a lot of women are, are um, a lot of women are, 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 are concerned about that for sure. Okay, i got to go. Uh, such a good conversation today. I don't want to go. So I'll be back tomorrow. I'll be back tomorrow uh, and uh, we can continue the conversation. Great week, everyone. If you are still here, honestly, pat yourself on the back. The first few weeks are the hardest. From there, we just make changes and we're building and we're showing up and your body is on your side. But this is kind of, we got through that hump in the middle and now we're all in. This is like be all in. We have another few weeks of downsizing. And then next week, heads up, we're back to satisfaction. Back to satisfaction. What you're going to notice is that you'll be satisfied on less food. When you go back to eating to satisfaction again, naturally your portions are going to be smaller. This is where we're going to work to maximize our efforts. You, you of course, are going to ask me, if we're not downsizing anymore, how can we're not losing any more weight? A lot of people will downsize and not lose any weight this week, and then their weight will start eating again when they start eating to satisfaction. and they'll be, what's with that? Well, it's the actions and steps you took the week leading up. It just took a while for your, the scale to move. So so just because you start downsizing doesn't mean you're seeing that scale move right away. You start the downsizing, your body gets the message, it starts the process, and then you see that scale start to move after the fact. So those are two questions people have. Well, after, after downsizing, how am I supposed to lose weight this week? Well, same thing with everything else. We're providing the, the resources and the opportunity, and the platform to help the body continue to release fat and then also people be like how come my scale's moving now when it didn't move last week and downsizing that's just the the result of downsizing is now being you know um is now coming to light on the scale so scale is never giving you a true indication of where you're at that's why you use it as a tool that's why you use the tool um, remember we always turn these into a podcast if you want to listen over if i didn't get to your question pop it over the question of the day page um have an amazing day if i don't see you this weekend have an amazing weekend and i'll see you around bye